Welcome to the Out of the Basement Podcast with Devram Turak, Patrick Gleason, and Patrick Ramsahoy. And now, here's the show. Welcome to episode nine of the Out of the Basement Podcast. Take three. Sorry, I keep messing you up, don't I? It's fine, don't worry about it. My name is Devram Turak. Patrick I'm, Gleason. I'm here with my good friend Patrick Gleason, of course, as always, because we're in his house. And joining us once again, our good friend Paul. Hi. Now that we've got the introductions out of the way and we don't have any new people, let's talk about uh, our weeks in gaming, because it's been about a month since we've last met. Patrick, what have you done? Uh, not very much. I tried a few, actually, PS3 games. Well, not oh, okay. New. I, I tried them out myself. Okay, and? I played uh, Bulletstorm, Red Den Redemption, uh, and Borderlands. So these are the three games you were talking three about games the last I, time? Yeah, okay. I actually tried them out. Okay. I am not a fan of multiple cutscenes in games. I know some people like them, but if I'm going to watch movie or whatever, I'll watch on YouTube or other stuff. And if I'm playing a game, I just want to keep going and not stop. Okay. That's my opinion of, of Fellow. That's why so, I like Space Marine. So which one of those, say, was the worst? The color? worst? Bullet Storm. Really? To start with. Okay. I mean, eventually, I know they're saying there's a lot of action. Okay. But the first bit is really annoying because you do, like, maybe 30 seconds of, of an action. Okay. Then they do a background cutscene. Okay. Then, then you're like, okay, now we get to run to the, the pod. Right. Right? You open it up, and then another cutscene. You're like, okay, for the first ten minutes, all it was is mostly cutscenes right. and a couple actions. Now, the actions, was that them teaching you how to play the game? Uh, a little bit, yes. Shooting, yeah. that again, the, what button does what? But if for, for that, I, I don't need that many cutscenes. It's like, just give me a quick operational training guide, and right. then go in. Okay. Yeah, like, you know what I mean? It's just like, or, sure. or have a few minutes of introduction, cutscenes, five minutes even. I right. can accept that. And then, like, here's your quick intro of the ones, and then go on. But it was like 30 seconds of button Play. pushing, right. 30 minutes, 30 seconds to a minute of cutscenes. Okay. Like, okay, this is annoying. <laughs> now, is there an ability to skip the cutscenes? Uh, fast forward through them? Uh, not a little, not, yes. Okay. But not as easy to. Like, Still you know, a pain in the ass. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. I know. Uh, so that's why I like Space Marines still because it's right. their cutscenes are very short, right. and it's you know a guy blowing up an orc ship with a replacement <laughs> gun. So who right. cares? So you can watch that over and over again. Um, okay. And that's pretty much it for computer gaming. Right. Uh, for role playing gaming, I've been reading the rules for the new, well, sort of new Marvel superhero. The game. latest. The latest. The latest Marvel one. Which, as I don't know if you you familiar with, it's the original Marvel ones. We used to play it a lot. The lot. the The newer one is going back to the idea of the sorry, a current theme with role playing games. Oh my god! Let me just turn off my phone. Hold on, <laughs> that's getting kind of annoying. <laughs> sorry about that, folks. Okay, so as like I was saying, for a lot of sort of current stuff for tabletop role playing games. Mm-hmm is to make it more emphasis on the role-playing thing where you have either catchphrases or distinctions, same as in the Star Wars thing, right? You have different dice that you build up okay. as opposed to just, here's your stat, here's your skill. Right, okay. Uh, in in Marvel, you have the term, is your guy a, a, a team player, a buddy guy, or a solo guy? Okay. So the difference between Captain America and Wolverine. Right. Captain America is good on his own. Right. Great on a team. Right. And still, and, and, and good okay as a buddy. Sure. So it's basically a team, buddy, solo. Okay. Whereas Wolverine. Solo is Solo, top. he'll yeah. do buddy. Team is his weakest one. That's, that's weird because 
I, I can almost see him more on a team than as a buddy. Yeah. Because I don't think I've ever seen him with a sidekick. Uh, he's done a few ones. Him and Nightcrawler have done a few ones. And okay. like that. They're just sort of based on, on his personality type. Like right, how right, he, right. He intermeshes. He can do well with an individual. Right. But on a team, it starts to get conflicts. Sure. So you, you start with that. And then, like I said, there's not catchphrase. Well, distinctions and, and sort of ideas of what makes the character him. Okay. Right. And then, like I said, then you build up. So it makes it more on the emphasis of the player to figure out what their characters are like if you okay. want to build your own. Oh, and, and how is the the create your own character? Actually, it's not too bad because, um, I mean, yes, there can be some munchkinism sure. in there because they don't set a limit of what you can have. <laughs> so this is where you have to... So you could be Galactus? You can, well, not quite, but you can, you can make yourself really powerful. And this is where, again, it has to be with the rest of the players and the, the GM to say, okay, let's make a... a a character that works. Right. Okay, I'm going to be really good with blasters, but not so good defense. So that's where I'm saying, like, yes, there could be munchkinism there. Sure. If you're like, oh, I'm a 14 year old kid, I want to be super powerful and Batman and <laughs> Superman, put it all together and everything. Right. Yes, but that'd be boring to play. Right. Um, and initiative is similar to well, it's it's you determine who wants to go first. It's a party. But what about the DM though? Because are the the GM. His character should go last. Okay, so all the heroes it's, do their actions. Yeah. Okay, so Unless, it's it's really geared towards you are heroic. Yeah, exactly. Okay. And then like there are things like for um, like they call it the doom points for the okay. GM and stuff like that, which can change things. But usually it's the players go first, and then the uh, the NPCs, the, okay. the villains. Which yes, makes it. It's designed to be heroic. You are supposed to be the heroes. You are supposed to have advantages. Right. Fair enough. Yeah. So I want to try it eventually with okay. you guys in one of the one of the gaming sessions, and cool. then we can talk about it. Okay. Good. Yeah. That sounds good. So that's my new stuff. Paul, anything besides uh, Knights of the Old Republic? Or sorry, the Old Republic? I'll, I I have my sister doing it last time too. No, no, that's pretty much it. Don't have time for anything else these days. Fair enough. But, uh, but and 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 are you enjoying the Old Republic? Yeah, I got way too many characters, but. <laughs> That's me. Way too many. They're doing the the double XP stuff on the weekends here. So. Oh crap! I totally forgot all about it. Yeah. So. I should have been on yesterday. Oh wait, no, I didn't get home till eleven. Yeah. So no. It's all so. day tomorrow. All day tomorrow. Oh, okay. by the way, we'll mention this special <laughs> one right now. Tomorrow is Mr. Turek's birthday. Yes, it is. So yes, it is. Throw that out there now to you know for. I'll have to buy you something nice for Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> I am not swinging a sword around. Uh, Actually, oh, let's talk about that. Um, you, some of you may have already seen the little video we put up on our new YouTube page that I finally created for us. Uh, I, sorry, I was drinking at the same time, so I couldn't do a proper woo. There we go. And, and I'm sure we'll actually put more stuff onto the YouTube page now that we have it. Like, in fact, uh, we're, a little bit later, we're going to talk about what, what we're doing here today because we actually are here to game. Um... And then maybe we'll take a video of us at the table or something. Maybe not. <laughs> Our ugly anyway, so yeah, I picked up a, a lightsaber from Ultra Sabers. And uh, Paul liked it so much that <laughs> like the very next own, day. <laughs> I have not bought one. <laughs> but I think you might. No. <laughs> no, you don't no. think so? You no. sad excuse for I'll me. buy a broadsword. Before I buy a lightsaber. That's not cool. I got one of those too. That's much cooler. It, you know when the zombies happen? Yeah, that's You're going to be sitting there with you. your fake lightsaber going, oh crap, this doesn't work. With my real broadsword, I'll be able to slice heads off. Don't you remember my first collection? 
Yeah, true. Yeah, they do. The 23 swords I have at home? Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Those will help. Those will help, yes. The lightsaber thing will be like... I, I don't know if you can carry 23 swords with you, though. Well, that's... Oh, I was well, going to say, that's a, friends, hello. That's a, <laughs> that's a segue to... Uh, Gaming and encumbrance. And the, and the zombie, when the zombie apocalypse, apocalypse occurs. Gaming, characters, and encumbrance. Right. And, 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 and how encumbrance should really be brought into uh, yeah. into play. Yeah. So you can't walk around with an entire suit of armor in your backpack well, like Doom. and remember, still fight yeah. no problem. Well, remember Doom, the old Doom game? Yes, where they had all Which sorts had the, of different weapons. Oh, yes, had the machine gun, the shotgun, sure. and then the BMG. Yep. Yeah. Okay, really? BFG, BFG, yes. Uh, there's a sh- uh, Rooster Teeth. Mm-hmm. They did this one. Where they showed what would it, how much would it really weigh? Right. With the armor and everything, it was close to 200 pounds, 186 or somewhat pounds. <laughs> and they had these guys walk through an obstacle course, not trying to run or anything, just right. go through the obstacle course, not fighting monsters, just basically <laughs> point just A walking. to point B. And one guy had been in the military, and he's like, he managed to do it, but it's still brutal. Right. One of the guy fell down and had problems, couldn't get back up, because it is close to 200 pounds. And most people, 200 pounds on your back. Although, to be fair, if we're talking about Doom, they were they not wearing power armor? No. Really? No. You weren't. You see the video, like the clips and that? No, you weren't supposed to wear uh, power armor. What am I thinking of? Now, yes, was it Space Marines? If they're carrying 200 pounds, yeah, they can carry that in one hand without even carrying. Right. But normally... But they're human, also seven feet tall yes, and, but and also, genetically engineered. The other one is switching weapons. I mean, yes, it's cool. I understand in, the, in a computer game, you, wanna, you don't want to have to sit there yeah. and, and, and do it. But realistically, okay, I'm going to Pull my shotgun out and it's ready. Okay, well, uh, let's just crap. Okay, we're we're really get you know. Yeah. <laughs> hey, how many slings are you wearing? Yes. Exactly. But um, in later games, they've actually managed to fix that. Like for instance, the Alien Aliens Colonial Marines game that I was talking about a couple of podcasts exactly. ago. Yes, yeah. In that, you have a whole slew of weapons that you can pick from, but. Uh, you can only have two active weapons and one active pistol at a time. So you have your regular rifle, maybe a sniper rifle, and then a pistol. Yeah. And that's it. Now, you can swap it out for your shotgun if you want to, but you have to lose one of those two primary weapons. Borderlands does something similar. Yeah, I think Borderlands does it's that It's like too. you have your, yeah. your weapon ready, right. and then you, but it, you can't just switch. You have to actually go on and say, okay, I'm, this is the next ready weapon. Right. There's some games that limit you to two. You can yeah. only have, Like Halo did the same thing. You could only have two. But then can you swap them out yeah, well, in you, the middle of an adventure, or you have to... Oh, no, if you found something on the ground that was better, you could oh, swap yeah, you it out Oh, you drop right what there. you have. Okay. Yeah, but you could only have two. Right, okay. and you lose whatever it is that you dropped. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, which makes sense, because that's what... Yeah, that, that's more realistic. Well, it's also what true role players would do. Oh, new, better weapon, pick this one up. Fuck the old one. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Okay. Loot the dead, loot the dead. So that's... Oh, I haven't talked about what I've done. Um... In the past week, I've kind of been stuck. I, I started watching that um, meta gaming show that my sister was talking about on yes. the uh, the Geek and Sundry uh, YouTube site or stream or whatever you call it channel. And they were talking about a couple of um, they, they went through a couple of these games, and so I've started playing one. I honestly can't remember the name of it because it's some weird Japanese name, but it's basically episode five. Of metagaming, if you want to go check it out, it's about this kid who suffer who uh, who has a arrhythmia apparently of his heart, so he can't do stuff. He gets sent to the special school, and then apparently all the guys in that school are are idiots, and you don't spend any time with them. But there are like all there are four different girls that take an interest in you, I guess, and so you can. It, it's mainly just you're mainly watching a story, but there are certain part. part 
certain points where you make choices. And those choices affect which wear one of the condom, girls... Don't wear condom? Kind of. But, but those, choices, those choices affect which one of the girls you end up kind of moving towards. Okay. It's, it's is, interesting. Okay, is it... Do they do that better? The only one I keep remembering is Wing Commander 3, where you had the... Uh, Mark Hamill right. was actually in that one. Yeah, as the voice. And they, that's where one of the first ones was actually sort of a mini-movie. Wing Commander 3 was big because they did a, like a mini-movie thing. You had, Malcolm McDowell was also in it. Okay. And you had the scenario where you, there was two women that you're sort of semi-interested in. Okay. But they did it really cheesy. Cause okay. There's, you're, there's a mechanic and another pilot. You're, so you're, you're going back and forth between them. You're talking to them. And then there's one scene where you come into the bar, and they're both sitting at the bar <laughs> side by side. And your reaction was, you talk to one and you turn your back to the other. Okay. That's what it was. That's how cold it was. Like, no, you couldn't sit together, the three of you, at one table and just chat. Because humans don't do that. Well, know? obviously, they know that you're interested in both of them. And so if you try to talk to them both, you're going to lose them both. You have to make that choice. Since when? <laughs> Actually, it's funny. I had a friend in, uh, in high school yeah. who had this same dilemma. He used to hang out with these two girls. And these two girls are best friends, and he really wanted to date one of them, but he, and he actually kind of wanted to date the other one too, but he, he, he liked one more than the other. Yeah. But he knew that if he actually tried to date either of them, there's a good chance that their friendship would be so tight that he'd get fucked over, well, so he didn't. Dude, but the thing is, that's in high school. Yeah. That's sort of different. There's a whole bunch more drama. Well, you're, yeah. you're like yeah. fighter pilots <laughs> in know, your I 30s. Know. I know. Like you're a little bit past this sort of... You know, pre adolescent sort of thing of, right. oh my god, he sat and talked to the other person instead of me. Like, that's what it felt like. It was like, okay, this was written by a high school student who did this. It, that's, uh, that's stuck in my mind all the time of like, yes, I'm going to go to the bar and there's two women I like, so what am I going to do? I have to sit next to one. I'll turn my back to the other one. Because that's, right. that's the way to do it. Right. And once you do that once, she'll never talk to you. Oh, no, again. exactly. After that, it's yeah. like, it's cool. Yeah. Well, of course, you turn your, like, at the bar. Uh, speaking, speaking of Wing Commander, actually, I, I checked out the Kickstarter for the, the new one they have coming Oh, I heard, out. yeah, that's supposed to be pretty good. Like, and uh, unfortunately, the Kickstarter itself is over, but you can still kind of get packages. So if you want to put down, like, say, $100, then they'll give you a starter ship when, when the game actually starts. And it's getting close to completion, I think. They're, they have a lot of stuff um, kind of ready to go. That's an MMO, though, at the point, aren't they, isn't it? It's a that's, mix. That's, it's, uh, that's the one I was telling you about? Yes. Yeah, yeah I think we, in various parts, or in various conversations over the last, like, say, three months, we've all talked about it. Not yeah. necessarily at the same time, but, yeah. but we've all mentioned it. It looks really good. It, it does. Well, I guess, it's, but it's not really an MMO where you're you're not. At like, first, it's not, but they can turn into one later. Right. You have the choice of being in a persistent universe where other people are flying and you're flying, and you might see them. Yeah. But like, you don't have to team up to do anything. Well, the thing is, I'd like to see the reason I bring this up is Sim, uh, SimCity, the latest one. Right. You have to be online to play this. Yeah. And I'm sorry, SimCity. I don't need to be online. I should be able to put this on my laptop right. and just play like without any other players, just go through the scenario. I, I totally agree with that. And I think the only reason they have that you have to be online is that that way you can access their store and they want you to spend money at their store. So 
if if you had the offline option, then you wouldn't be able to access their store. In which case, you wouldn't be able to spend money. In which case, they couldn't take money from you. All all like, seriously, this is a business. All they want from you is your money. Yes, but that's where I'm like, I'm not buying it because because I, it's three. Uh, it's online, online only. I had that same problem with uh, Diablo three when it first mm-hmm. came out. Yeah, I've kind of gotten over that. I mean, it's such a fun game that I'll just do it regardless. Yeah. But, but it, it is, I find it irksome. That seems to be the way they're all going now. Yeah. Yep, Everything. Is. I mean, the same thing with StarCraft. I mean, StarCraft you play, but if you wanted to do this, the solo stuff, you still have you to have log to be in. Online. Yeah, I know. And you that's... can play anything. Yeah, and that's... <coughs> and to me, that's like, no, I, I want a game I can put on my computer, yep. pop up. If I only want to play for five, ten minutes while I'm waiting somewhere, yeah. I can't. I don't have to go, oh, I have to make sure I'm somewhere where I have a connection. Yeah. yeah. I agree. I totally agree with you. Yeah. But there's... All the games are coming out like that. Oh, I so know. much we can do about it. No, that's, that's unfortunate. So, okay, new well, technology stuff. Um, yes, let's move on to or to news and rumors. I know, Pat, you had something you wanted to talk about. Uh, well, I had just the, the the map of the universe they did from the, the, the yes. light and stuff like that. Um, now, do you want to go into detail about what that's about? Uh, well, what, oh, it's a little bit hard. Basically, it's like there's a few satellites lately have been trying to map, well, not map, but read all the light coming from the universe. Uh, so basically what it does, it shows them how old the universe could be, and they have an area that like shows the age and uh, intensity of light and stuff like that. And because of this, they've realized the universe is actually older than they thought, and there's actually more matter than dark matter than they first thought. So it's pretty interesting, because it's basically it's actually a, uh, not a sphere, but more of an electrical sort of shape of the universe. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, again, this is not definite. This is basically just, you know... Theoretical. Theoretical, right. but it's pretty interesting that they can read the light from how many, you know, billions of years ago right. with their, these satellites. Right. And then have a projection of this is what, you know, the universe would look like right. with the different galaxies and everything in there. That's pretty cool. But yet I still can't get a friggin' cell phone charge <laughs> to last more than like yeah. 12 hours. Or, yeah. or get even a connection sometimes in Ottawa. Yeah. Like I'm on the bus and all those connections <laughs> going by an area. It's like, what the hell? But meanwhile, the satellite can read the light from a galaxy billions of light years away. Right. That's okay. <laughs> but try sending a text too with Rogers quickly. <laughs> no, sir. Sorry, I'm just. Right. I guess I guess we won't get that Rogers uh, endorsement no, anytime no. soon. <laughs> no. uh, but that was an interesting one. Is, is, is looking at that yeah. was, was pretty cool. And this is where I also think like this is where people go. Well, why do we NASA or satellites? Well, it's stuff like this. This is actually okay. Yes, it doesn't help our day to day life. Right. But it's still an interesting, you know, look mm-hmm. and understanding. But of course, you know, it's still the universe is made in seven days according to the religious <laughs> fundamentalists. Yes. 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 Yeah. We. We we try to stay away from from religious talk just because mo- none of us really are religious. Most of us are anti organized religion at the very at the very least. I'm not saying we don't believe in something. Something. Buckle Thor. Case okay, some of, some of us maybe less than others believe in something, but the the concept of organized religion is something that we hey, have a problem. Hey, Thor said he get rid of the storm giants. And he did. And he yeah. did. Do you see any storm giants? giants? Absolutely. <laughs> Paul, do you have any uh, any news and or rumors? Anything you want to talk about? No, I can't think of anything. Someone didn't prepare for this 
for today at all. Hey, I had to ask you this morning at 8 o'clock, what time are we meeting today? And what are we doing? See, if you were on Facebook, then you would know because there's been I'm, a slew of me uh, uh, messages going back and forth about what I'm we're doing this weekend. I'm working up to it. Okay, good. You know my thing against Facebook. Well, apparently you're getting over it because you, soon you will be on. I have no choice, apparently. So It's like that vicious twisting of the arm. Right. Um, I don't have anything new to talk about. Pretty much everything I had was given up last week yes. when we had that massive two-hour-long podcast. Um, but I will, however, take this time to plug a, a company. Like We don't normally do uh, endorsements. We don't actually have any sponsors or anything. No, we're trying to. We would wow. love to get Guinness, I, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone knows get a Guinness rep, we would love to sponsor Guinness. Speaking of which, I'm going to have my Guinness now. I'm going to have my first Guinness what beer. Coke? Okay. We always have Coke. We, we do drink a lot of Coke. Drink a lot of Coke. Yeah, but yeah. Guinness is better. Guinness well, is better. Yeah. It's a better dark drink. <laughs> but, in the, but in terms of Health? financial assistance, who would provide more? <laughs> Yeah, but yeah okay. Coke, Coke is a far richer company. There but, you go. But they, I, I've never heard of Coke sponsoring they a podcast. Would. We're not <laughs> famous athletes. Yeah. If you're a famous athlete or a movie Maybe. star or something, then I'm sure we'd be able to get an endorsement. Yeah. Anyway, now that we've segued into endorsements, <laughs> as I was saying, we, we don't currently have any sponsors or anything like that, and, and we're fine with that. But, uh, yeah, I'll take a beer. Uh, I am going for Guinness. Devram is going for his <laughs> London pride. pride. Yep, the pride of London. Here we anyway, go. I'm going to take this time and opportunity to talk about a company that a friend of mine runs. He's a good Canadian boy from uh, Edmonton, Alberta. Actually, somewhere outside of Edmonton, but that's close enough. His name is Terrace Cassidy. He runs a amazing, amazing operation called Geek Nation Tours. Now, if, for those of you that don't know what Geek Nation Tours is, I'm sure most of you don't, it's a touring company that deals in geek-related um, events. Wow, what, a, what an original name. I know, but... <laughs> okay, you laugh, but last year I went on three separate tours with this guy, and we had a blast every single time. I met some amazing people. Um, one of our biggest fans, Mike, is a guy I met in the, uh, the trip to England which was trip number three that I took last year. Uh, the other two trips, uh, one was a trip to Arizona to take part in um, Budokan, which was a, a 40K-based uh, tournament set run by the guys who run uh, 40K Radio, uh, the, the lovely people over at Battlefoam. And again, we had an amazing time there, met some really good people. In fact, the people I met on that first tour, I've probably... I'm, I'm probably the closest with, and we got to re be reunited at Adepticon of last year, and hopefully most of us are going to be at Adepticon this year again. And uh, again, for those of you that don't know, Adepticon is a 40k-based, well, it's not just 40k, but it has all sorts of uh, tabletop games, but it's a war game-based convention that takes place in Chicago every summer, or uh, sorry, every spring. It's happening the weekend of the April 21st, so I think it starts Thursday or Friday the 20th and goes to the, the Sunday and then everyone kind of leaves on Monday I will be there again this year and while I'm there hopefully I'll get a chance to sit down with my good friend Terrace and maybe we'll record a little something to add to the podcast and uh, anyway so I, I, I told him that I told people that I told him that I would be doing a shout out to him on this podcast and then hopefully then he will then send the word out and then we'll get more listeners well, okay congratulations that's, that's the whole purpose Actually, of and I just sorry 
Go ahead. I was going to say, I realized another news I wanted to mention, which okay. I'm surprised none of us talked about. Have you heard about the Aviation Museum in Canada getting the Star Wars? I have, and I actually exhibit. was going to talk about that. Okay. Um, I'm also going to talk about upcoming movies that are coming out in the month of May, which I'm very excited about, of which there are two. Yeah. But I'm saying, yeah. Ottawa is going to host the, the Star, Star Wars. Wars Exhibit. Exhibit. Yep, absolutely. And we're very excited. In fact, um, one of the guys I met on this Geek Nation tour that I took to Arizona, he was talking about doing a road trip up here just to check it out. Well, if he does, you let him know he's going to come in and, and take Oh, absolutely. He is, he is one of us, 100%. we got a plan. We should do a live podcast from... from the, yes. And also at the comic book convention. Yes. Up in May. Absolutely. Uh, in Ottawa. But yeah, it's also like I'm thinking we start doing a live podcast at the comic book convention yeah, and we'll go I totally to agree. the Star Wars exhibit, get a bunch of us. I totally agree. I think that'll be fantastic. We'll find like a nice quiet corner somewhere, maybe in like the cafeteria. We'll sit down. We'll start recording. We'll just talk about what we've seen that day. Yeah, it'll be. Wait, wait. You've you've already cracked open your your Guinness and now you're grabbing whiskey. It's Bushmills. Irish whiskey. That's that's great. But why are you double fisting whiskey and beer? That's what I did for St. Patty's Day. I was doing two whiskeys per one beer. This is yeah, but Patty's that, day. that was a celebration <laughs> of your day, apparently, quote unquote. This is just us recording a podcast, playing some games, dude. I'm celebrating your birthday. Oh well, thank you, thank <laughs> you for is, preemptively celebrating a birthday he, that's not even yours. <laughs> he needs an excuse. Okay, to continue <laughs> with our plug of this amazing uh, operation called Geek Nation Tours. <laughs> He has two tours coming up next year that I am. I hope I'll be able to go on. I don't know if I'll be able to do both. One is another trip to uh, to England. Although this time we're going to Scotland and Ooh. doing Scotch tasting on the way down to Warhammer World <gasps> for the Whoa. Games Games Day UK. You know, I still want to get to England. Yes, because there's so much history, but yes. also because of what we're doing with the Pendragon and yep. stuff like that, to see some of the sites. Absolutely, you know, like the Stonehenge and so others. The England trip that I took yes. was incredible. We had such a good time. We we hit um, all sorts of different museums. We went to um, we went to the uh, damn it. We're, we were in London for a couple of days and saw a couple of really cool stuff there. Then we moved. Up north towards um, Nottingham, which is where Games Workshop is based out of. Yes. Anyway, yeah, had an incredible time. Saw some really cool historical stuff. Went to a bunch of museums. It was so much fun. Well, I guess we should give a shout out to our friend uh, Bruce Ryerson Christie then, who's in England and who, in fact, who I saw a uh, a football match with. Yes, when I was there in England. Yeah. Uh, what was I going to say? Okay, so this time though, instead of going starting in London in the south and moving up north towards mm. Nottingham. Starting in Scotland, moving down, seeing battlefields, seeing yes. museums, that sort of thing. Ending up again at Warhammer World in Nottingham. And even if you're not a 40k player, you just want to taste some good scotch and you just want to hang out with, with gamer people. That's a good uh, it's, it's a good trip to, to take. The next one that he has planned, though, like a month later, goes to Japan. Well, that's pretty impressive. And is based solely around samurai. That's cool. Oh my god, I'm dying to see this. I'm the only person in my family that hasn't been to Japan yet, oh, right, and no. I think I'm going to take um, this trip for sure. I was reading some stuff recently that, you know, Japan, you think is a major technical country. Like yes. It's in, it is in certain areas. Right. But they still use faxes. <laughs> okay. Like, like major office work is sure. faxes. Okay. And yes, you have this, you know, all the machines that dispense stuff, but that's only in certain areas. 
Okay. A lot of places won't even take uh, debit cards. Really? Well, so they'll just take cash certain, only? Well, well, they'll take certain debit cards, but they don't always work everywhere. Okay. Like, they work in certain spots, but not anywhere. Which, okay. you think here, you're like, okay, who doesn't take debit cards? I mean, right. even for us, Tim Hortons finally started taking debit cards. Yeah, and the only reason and they didn't take debit cards for the longest time, not because of technology, but because of how long it would take oh, exactly. to go through that process. Because it's cash like, is easier. Cash-based. I mean, they have, they have, we have such a, a high turnover, and they, and they go through customers so quickly that if every one of those customers were to stop and try to use a card, oh, it, it would more than double the amount of time that it takes. Yeah. But like I said, Japan, there's a lot of areas where, A, they won't take them, right. or they only take from certain banks. Okay. And here, it doesn't matter which bank you are, yeah. it'll work. But yeah. there, no, it's like, oh, I'm sorry, that you have to go to that over there to use it. But, uh, <laughs> which is weird, because it's, it's Japan. Everyone goes, Japan is the technological, the, yeah. their, their, their internet and everything. Right. Everything's tiny. Everything's, but realistically, it's different. Again, you, you got certain areas where, yes, it's really high tech. Right. But you got other areas that is worse off than we are for access to that. I actually have, like, just talking because we're talking about different countries again. Sure. My, my segue, you know how I, my brain works. Right. Or doesn't. Role playing games, difference between countries. Okay. You've played the one called Innominate, and you've yes, seen uh, SLA. Yes. And a couple of the ones, which are European based. Like, right. When, and then you look at the North American ones. I find the European ones tend to be darker and grittier mm-hmm. than the North American ones. I, I totally agree. Um, one of my favorite games of all time. I, I don't think we, this is something we've talked about. It's kind of cyberpunky. It's sort of futuristic. SLA. SLA Industries. Yeah. Put out by a small British company who has changed hands many times. I don't even know if they're still around. Um, I'll, I'll maybe do some research about it and maybe put up some uh, some links either on the on the uh, Facebook page yeah. or on the liner notes for uh, for the mm-hmm. show. And and I think people should look at this game because it is incredible. The background behind yeah. it, the history of it. Well, it's like uh, it's it's not it's a bit cyberpunk, but it's futuristic. Yeah. Um, because cyberpunk is sort of this world with a bit more technology and, and, and computer stuff. I mean, right. William so Gibson's sort of idea. It's it's basically today plus like say twenty years. Well, a lot more because you have a lot of different advances. But it's it's also weird because it's it's also reality TV wasn't as big back then when they started talking about right. it, but in SLA, you're basically working for reality TV. Yeah. Everyone's following you around. Yeah. So, which is really interesting because this was a few years ago before Survivor, before Big Brother. This was 20 or 15 years ago yeah. before any of that, that stuff, stuff was happened. But now you see reality TV everywhere. People are being followed all the time, which yeah. is annoying. Yeah. But what's interesting is SLA had it going on. And that's what you were. You were a guy trying to make get more sponsors, more watchers, yeah. and stuff like that by being, well, you know, a mercenary of sites. We'll just leave it there. Cause. Yeah, basically, the, uh, the the way the the background and the history of it works is that there's it's it's basically a giant planet that's all one city by yeah. run by one, and it's there's there's one major corporation that rules it all called SLA Industries. And the man at the top of that chain is Mr. Slayer. Mm-hmm. And he runs an ordered society. It's very totalitarian. It's very stark. It's very bleak. There is like 90% unemployment. Uh, every house, though, has a free TV. Yeah. And every house gets free TV channels that you cannot turn off. Well, They're I- on 
constantly, constantly, 24 hours a day. Well, like I said, if I was running, if I wanted to have a, a controlled society, even nowadays, I would have Fox News showing all the time Absolutely. for people and all the reality. You want your big brother, you yep. want that, have that showing. They, they, I, there's a reason why they call it opiate for the masses. Exactly. Like I said, that would be free. If you wanted stuff like PBS or other shows. That you have guess, to pay for? That you have to pay for because there would still be people that would pay to have mm-hmm. more knowledge. But most people would accept the Fox <coughs> News and <laughs> reality TV shows. Yeah. Because, like, everyone's talking about Survivor, Big Brother or something. It's just crap. Like, do you know what's going on in the rest of the world? No. Who cares? Yeah, right. You exactly. Know? And that's exactly oh, why they do it. It's a distraction what, what Kardashian from Kardashian warrior. Yes. Who's a Kardashian? Kardashian's from DS9. I'm sorry. If I want to hear Kardashian, <laughs> I still think DS9. That's, to me, a Kardashian. Like, you know? Like, uh, technically, it's Kardashian, not Kardashian, but close enough. Yeah, well, yes. But my yeah. brain thinks I got you. DS9. Like, yeah, I hear you. They don't pay any attention to that. But like I said, yes, if you want to control... You know, and SLA had it. Yeah. You you give them the free useless yep. crap, which Absolutely. makes them brain dead. Um, they actually also did that way back in the uh, Fahrenheit 451. Oh, my God, yes. Where everyone had free TV. It's a Ray Bradbury book for those of you who were born after 1995. Yeah, well, you should pick it up. It's a very, very good look at... Uh, at the future we're about to... thing. Like, it's similar to 1984, uh, where, you know, the... The countries run things the way they want to, and they control the masses. Right. You know, information is power. It, it is nowadays as well. Um, it's still information is power. Um, my point for this, I know I'm going off on tangents again. <laughs> my God, are we ever? <laughs> but um, it's it's same as language. Language is information. Mm-hmm. You have your phrases that only certain groups understand. Right. And this goes for politics, financial, legal, gaming. Mm-hmm. Right. You can talk in certain things or in about certain aspects by short form or certain other things. Right. Other people understand. Or, sorry, other people don't get. Right. They don't understand. Same in government. You, you have the acronyms. Live with acronyms. If you don't know what they're talking about, you're lost. Yeah. And that's how you control, help control people is, is through knowledge. Nowadays, with Wikipedia or, or WikiLeaks and other ones and the Internet, it's harder to control a lot of the information. Right, because it's quickly dispersed. Mm-hmm. Right, so yes, you can still try to hide certain things. It's just that it's harder to do. Right. The only big advantage of is people are fucking lazy <laughs> and don't want to take the time to find out about things. True. They'll 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 take whatever they're told as truth. Exactly. You know, it's like there's still people believe that the Iraq war was justified because there was weapons of mass destruction. Right. Ten years after, when all has been disproved that there was no weapons of mass destruction right. in there, there's still fucking morons who yes. think, oh, there was. Because that's all they paid attention to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now that we've gone to politics, <laughs> let's, again, if you're back towards what we were talking about, which is gaming. Wait a minute. Okay, I was going to say, gaming and politics do have similar things. Sure. Especially with technology. So I have a whole bunch of stuff I was going to talk about today. Sorry. Oh, good. Um, go ahead. Okay, so technology in, in I was going to go with just superhero ones for now. Okay. Specifically Marvel. Just because that's the one I know the most. I've DC paid attention to, but never got too much into. Mm-hmm. Okay. Paul, you're being quiet. Yeah, just, wow. Yeah, okay. feel, feel free to pipe okay. in. Um, Overloaded with information. Iron Man is the biggest technological garbage out there. Okay, when he first started, it was an oversized suit that could fly for a little bit, had a bit of defense right. and, and stuff. Now it's it's basically 
spandex almost yeah. that can withstand bazooka shots. Right. His missiles, he can launch hundreds, which will blow up tanks. Right. And and he can, can take over computer internet systems all over the place. Right. Anytime he wants to. And he's got his the new movies. He's got the you know universal fusion kit, which can do everything. Right. It's such bullshit. <laughs> it's such bullshit. <laughs> I mean, okay. <laughs> Let's never mind the fact that somehow he invented this. Right. Like especially in the movie, he invented his fusion thing in the middle of a fucking cave. Yes. But that that's that's how the the true history is. It just used to be Vietnam as a yeah, but it was, to was, no, but it wasn't. A, it wasn't. Yes, but it wasn't the. Uh, Universal power core. No, it, it was just a magnet to keep exactly, the thing that the shrapnel was It wasn't this heart. massive fusion kind I of thought, thing. I thought originally he actually had to wear the suit to keep himself He alive. did. That, well, that's what it was. Yeah, I, mean, I, I, th- I think it was integrated into the suit. It was integrated into there. It wasn't his chest. It was actually, you're right, it was part of the suit, but it was basically a sort of a magnetic idea. Yeah. yeah. Right. It, it was, it, and eventually it evolved into sort of the fusion. I can almost give you the fusion thing. But the fact is that no one else knows about it. It's like, okay... Let's explain patent laws in the states, okay? Because this is important. Mm-hmm. In the second movie, there's a U.S. military trying to get the information for his suit. Mm-hmm. He's like, "No, it's mine. I'm going to keep it." Okay. It's only yours if you've patented it. If you haven't patented it, anyone can try and come up with the idea or, or, or copy it. Well, they were. I, I, that was the thing, though. Right. I, I don't. I don't think there, it was an issue of patent. No, no. I don't think he did patent it. Well, that's what I'm saying. So other people could try and come up like they're, like, they're welcome to like try. Stain and stuff, or sure. no, hammer. Yeah, can do it, and he could patent. And when he patents it, then he could sue Iron Man for copyright infringement. And don't tell me this isn't done. This is done nowadays with Sony and Apple and all sorts of other stuff. Sure. Hammer comes out with the here's my version of Iron Man. Oh, by the way, Tony Stark, you didn't patent it, so. I'm going to sue you right. for copyright infringement. Right. And if Tony Stark goes, well, no, well, if it goes to court, you want to prove it's not? You actually have to show us your plans. Uh, actually, to patent anything, you have to show Well, that's plans. what I'm saying. That's why I see Tony Stark didn't want to because he wants to keep the plans himself. Right. Right? So that's what I'm saying. So Hammer could successfully sue Stark because in the court of law, Hammer's got the patent. Tony Stark doesn't. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, the law would go, hey, guess what? <laughs> Hammer's the one who has it. Right. You have to stop using it. And Tony Stark says, well, in that case, I will provide to the court, you know, to show that it's mine. Okay, this is a thing that's worth billions of dollars. Mm-hmm. You mean to tell me this U.S., the NSA, the Department of Defense, <laughs> how even the Russians, haven't, the Chinese, You're don't right. have fucking spies in his organization? <laughs> like, okay. The Black Widow was there as a spy from S.H.I.E.L.D. Yes, she was. I'm sure his organization, considering what he's doing, has spies from almost every major country in the world there <laughs> trying to get his information. Right? This is where it's like you're going, what, you're, no Chinese guys are trying to steal your stuff? Right. Like, they stole... Well, the information was there. and he, he made, I, I mean, I watched the first Iron Man movie last night just because I was bored. Okay. So this is kind of interesting. Okay. Listen, but, the, the but first no, Iron Man movie is a great movie. Don't, he, don't he be never, ashamed about it. No, no, I know. But I'm just saying that it's kind of ironic that we're talking about right. this now and I watched that last night. But he, he made the thing and he never said that people couldn't copy it. He just never was going to help them do it. Correct. So if they could do which, it and they could achieve it on their own. Which is pretty selfish, self-centered <laughs> well, yes, thing to but do. That's not the thing, though. He's, he's never saying, like, 
He just believes nobody's smart enough to be able to do it. Which is an arrogant, right? trick thing to do. Absolutely. But that's him. That's the way it is. That's what I'm saying. Here's a technology which could change the entire shape of the world. Listen, he Three, tried. He, he tried to so. do that with the arc reactor. Well, and yet, no, they didn't. mothballed it. No, he didn't try. If he really wanted to, he'd put on the fucking internet and say, here's how it's done. Here's how you build it. Well, no, it's just the small one he doesn't want people right. to copy. He, yeah, the, he, the, in the, the second the, movie, he was mass producing the big one. He wasn't power everything. He was still had it secret. It was still him. He wants this built, he puts it on the internet. Everywhere. Which case... And then someone turns it into a bomb. You don't want that. Well, no. We're, we're not talking Batman with his freaking his reactor thing. <laughs> what, I'm, okay. what I'm just saying is, like, the little one, there's a whole lot of threat there. The really mm-hmm. big one... I mean, you can't stick that in a suitcase okay, and leave it in But again, in the second one, <laughs> uh, what's his name? Uh, Mickey Rourke's character builds one. Yeah. yeah. Something similar. Not quite the same. But it's only because, apparently, his dad... Helped build yeah, the original. But again, why would you go after Tony's? Why would you go after Iron Man? You know what you do? You built it. You go to the military. Well, he, he even said that in the movie, though. He's like, you could have sold this to the Russians yeah. for, for such. He that that wasn't the reason for it. Yeah, he wanted revenge yeah. because his father got nothing. And once he does, yeah. but you could. It's still ridiculous because oh, here's Tony Stark. Okay, the arc reactor. Okay, again in the in the second one, or sorry, in the Avengers movie where he switches over the uh, Avenger, or sorry, the Stark building. Right. Where he's like, I've. Okay, how do you redo an entire building? Our technology, we're DC AC, and uh, it's alternating current. It's we're AC here. Everything's AC. Yep. He's got a fusion reactor. Mm-hmm. You take yourself off the grid to put yourself on attached to the reactor. Mm-hmm. You need to rewire your entire. No, you don't. No, you, don't. No, you just need you to have a generator. The, the, the reactor a... powers a generator. Right, sir, which the does. generator creates AC current. The AC current runs yeah. throughout the building. You're perfectly fine. Or you get transformers. Um, or you get transformers. Well, yeah, I suppose. But I'm still saying, like, okay, and the other one too is he's got this arc reactor. Do you think the oil companies are going to be happy with this? Well, there were, nobody ever said that they were they were trying to shut him down. They should be. Well, you'd think so. Well, hi, we control all the oil and the gas in the world. Uh, we make billions of dollars of profit. And you still are way overanalyzing this. You are. Okay, this it's, is a the, it's a freaking movie. I know, but, <laughs> hold on, wait, wait. No, but this is what I'm saying. It's this, not just a movie. It's a fucking <laughs> comic book movie. But that's what I'm talking about. Technology and comic books, where they don't think past the one event. It's right. even also like in Star Trek where they actually cloned them. They're not they, trying to make a whole new world here. They're just trying to make an entertaining story. Star Trek where they cloned who? Star Trek? Star Trek? They cloned uh, Riker. Remember Riker was cloned? No. What? They also cloned uh, Picard. They also cloned Picard. Who cloned? What? What? When did this happen? The in Nemesis. the next generation. Nemesis. No, no. Also in the, the yeah, Nemesis, they, they cloned him. The but in the next Picard. generation, there was two Rikers. He'd been cloned. No, that was a transporter accident. That's still a clone. It's, oh, it's not the no, same not. thing. That's, that's something that happened because... His imprint happened to still be stuck. There was a but was the technology is still there. No. You can actually make a whole new you. No, you cannot. And also, they, remember, they could never replicate it, and they yes. didn't want to replicate well, it. Well, but also the one where the, uh, with the doctor's hair, they redealed the doctor. They made her young again because they had a part of her hair, and they she had the uh, disease. Yeah, that's right. The transporter is a god device. <laughs> Seriously, well, apparently it is. <laughs> it's like we can just make a whole bunch of us. Listen, you younger you, version. You put a pin no, in at least you know a starch. Hold on. You wait. know what the god device is. It's the fucking replicator. Oh, God, yes. <laughs> Listen, the replicator actually is something we're moving towards right now. 
Three, what do you think 3D, 3D, printing 3D printing is? Oh, well, I got it. Okay, <laughs> you know people have been printing with 3D printers? Guns. They've been actually printing out guns with 3D print. Like, they don't okay. work well because of the parts and stuff like that. Right. But they've been trying to um, print out guns. Sure. Bongs. Why did I have a feeling I know exactly where this is going? <laughs> okay, and... Women pleasure toys? Yes, dildos! <laughs> I knew you were going there. Seriously, well, <laughs> though, they would print these out. I mean, if, if you would listen to episode 8 of the Out of, out of, the, Pace, out of the Basement podcast... It just happened last week, dude. I haven't had a chance. You haven't listened to any of them. <laughs> so don't use that I have not had a chance excuse, Mr. Gleason. So fuck you. <laughs> no. If you listen to that, you'll know that they use it to... Create an artificial ear. No, no, like I know. Out, I, outer ear and lobe that actually is made out of human uh, genetic material. And it works. No, no, from really? a three D printer. That's yeah. pretty. Oh, cool. it is impressive. incredible. Listen, you should really should listen to that episode. And actually, that's really what they're cool talking about for food stuffs. Because right. No, seriously. Like if it, because now um, the U S is starting to allow genetic modification. Clo- yeah, clone beef as being. They've allowed cloned beef. It hasn't happened yet, but they've allowed cloned beef. Explain cloned beef. You grow like bats. Bats of instead of from a cow. Oh, you that's have, gross. It is gross, but I could I could see where they're coming from. Instead of needing the cows and all that other sort of stuff, you could just grow in a little vat, and here's your square steak. Yeah, but it's not going to have the life experience that you're getting from that cow. It's not. Hey, gonna what are you, some freaking yes. uh, guy that you? I eat the heart of the animal and yes. get its strength and its essence. Yeah, you also won't be getting the nutrients that cow has, has absorbed absorbed into its body. You won't be getting this the sun to the grass. Okay, we're talking about people eating McDonald's. Okay, how much nutrients are you getting from that freaking McDonald's? I know. Burger? I'm talking about steaks. I'm not talking about. McDonald's. Oh, by the way, I guess there goes a McDonald's you know endorsement, <laughs> <laughs> which I'm fine with. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I understand where you're coming from. But uh, okay, you combine that with the right. 3D printing. Yeah, and all of a sudden you're making your own steaks. I got you. Yeah. Now again, that's, that's a replicator. Is all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, they, if you also then um, combine that with transporter technology, boom, replicator. Seriously, I, yeah. That's here, what, here we go again. One other piece of Star Star Trek. Uh, Fantasy that is becoming reality. Yeah, actually, well, Star Trek has done that's, more that's than incredible. Star Wars. Star Trek has done a lot more. Absolutely. Re- oh yeah, you got. I mean, our BlackBerry devices, our smartphones. Oh yeah. Oh, our know. tablets. Oh yeah. The yep. MRIs. Yep. Oh, there's been shows dedicated to yeah. how Star Trek has shaped our culture and our. But again, Nick, he's right though. With the 3D technology, the 3D printing, mm-hmm. all yeah. that. Now the the transporter one's going to be almost impossible. Like the the power of everything. And yeah, that. but they have already done it with molecules. Well, not, with well, yeah, with atoms. the uh, well, with the big cyclotron there. I just don't believe they'd ever be able to to do a living creature and still right. have it all come out exactly right. as well. It not, left. not right now. Not well, right now. if if you see the fly, you see some of the. Uh, so I watched that two weeks ago for school <laughs> too. For school, yeah, I had you watched a, the fly for school. I'm in that science fiction program. Oh, okay, right. I had to watch the, 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 but, the wait, 1958. What, what are you taking in school? I thought it had something to do with carpentry. It does. It's, this, but there's, it's the yes. government gen, uh, general elective thing. I have to take it. Okay. And I don't get to choose. Well, I get to choose what it is, but it's has absolutely nothing to do with my course. Okay. okay. The one I got was science fiction. Cool. So I had to watch that movie. That was really screwed up. It's an amazing, uh, brilliant movie, though. It's a it really, was, really yes. well done. But it's... It's very much messed up. Yeah. 
Okay, so now that we've spent 45 minutes talking about garbage. That's not garbage, that's technology. No, uh, fair, fair, fair yeah. But I was, I was still going to get back to the point of oh, you actually how, would this, how would this change the world, right? right. I mean, seriously, you've got to think about it. Okay, if you have free technology, free energy, easy enough across the globe, mm. yeah. that's going to be a huge change to everyone's life. Right. Well, it was, it was the same thing with, with, with Star Trek. You know, when it, whenever they, they got the, the whole space thing, and you then suddenly they had the replicator and all that stuff, currency became non-existent. But it, did, it still did, because you, know? you look at DS9, it had gold-pressed latinum. Yeah, yes, but, but that was on other planets, yeah, though. That, 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 that's not an Earth Also, standard. the backup, the thing is, they're like, well, now we have free food, free this, we can do whatever we want to. So let me get this straight. There's people whose all they wanted it to be was an ensign on a ship for the rest of their lives. No, that's not all they wanted it to be. You become an you start off as I, an I ensign, know, I know. and then you work your way up through the ranks. And no, then no, not everybody does. Well, no, every everyone. You can't. You can't. There's like hundreds of ensigns to like one lieutenant, you know, like officers. That, that's how it's supposed to be. That's not how it is on Star Trek, where they're so officer heavy. It's true. <laughs> like normally, it's supposed to be like say fifteen or twenty ensigns to a lieutenant. In Star Trek, there's like. Two ensigns, I know. <laughs> and then two lieutenants to um, commander. What's there's something before commander? Commander. Well, there's second lieutenant. Left, left, well, the left, lieutenant, left, left, lieutenant, commander, lieutenant, like commander, yeah, and the commander. And then uh, anyway, naval ranks are crazy. But that not make any sense. But again, it's going like, okay, so why would anyone? Why would the most human race actually ever leave their home if I have a holodeck replicator and all this? Absolutely. Stuff? And most of them don't. I mean, it's only the very few that have the drive and the dedication needed to go to the stars. The thing is, okay, what would happen? The way, look Wally would happen. No, pouring. Seriously, <laughs> what's driven most technology in this world? Okay, don't hit the table. Don't hit the yeah, table. Sorry. The most, what's driven most technology for video and multimedia and mm-hmm. internet? Yes. Porn. Seriously, porn. Well, so you're saying that we'd all turn into a society of deviants? Not all of us, but there'd I be a whole bunch of people that would... I don't have a problem okay, with look, that. Look, even Jordy. Okay, Jordy made his own woman. He failed getting having sex, but he still wanted it. <laughs> so you take the most people... In the I average, think he wanted a relationship with her. He didn't necessarily want to sleep with her. And it, and it did fail, yes, because he's a geeky kind of guy. Someone's trying to phone you. Shall we put a pause to the podcast? We'll put a pause. Okay, what... We'll be back hopefully soon. And we're back from our little break that we took. And we're going to get into the meat of today's podcast, even though it has been 50 minutes. (laughs) Some of which might be cut and maybe moved around a bit. Whatever. So, today we're going to be playing at least one, maybe a couple of different board games that I recently picked up. And that I picked up because of watching Tabletop. Yes, with Will Wheaton. Will we, will we, will, with Will <laughs> Wheaton. <laughs> wow, that was incredibly hard. With Will Wheaton. Uh, the first of which is Pandemic. Yeah. Who's coming to Comic-Con and we're still hoping to talk to him. So Absolutely. again, any listeners out there, the few that there are of you. If you happen to be on Twitter, W-I-L-W is his uh, Twitter address. So yeah. at, at W-I-L-W, Will Wheaton. <laughs> Uh, so anyway, I can't do the, the, the cool introduction and flourish the way he does it in the, the t- tabletop show, yeah. but we're here to play Pandemic. So Pandemic is a cooperative board game where you act as a team of scientists trying to eradicate several different diseases that have popped up around the country. Basically, you're working for the CDC. 
Although it's, it's a the world. it's a multi multilateral or multinational CDC. Yeah. Uh, currently, we're only playing with three players because there's only three of us. So there are three cards. Well, I was gonna say, Devram, yes. you set it up where there is there's different colors. Yes. And different numbers of of them in per thing. What does that What does that represent? Okay, so so there are actually four different um, strains of virus that are currently out in the world. Okay. There's the yellow plague. There's the blue plague, and there's the black plague and the red plague. Right. Um, so the, the number of ones in there means it's a higher concentration. Of correct. So, okay. so each cube rep represents, say, a percentage of the population that has fallen ill. Right. So uh, our, sorry, go ahead. Our job then is to go to each area and try and clean up. Correct. And get rid of the yes virus. At the same time, we 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 can either we can deal with the people who are infected. That's one of your one of your options. Or we can try to perform research and try to eradicate or to find a cure for it, which makes our job easier. And then the next stage after that is to actually eradicate that virus. Okay. So currently we're at the discovery stage. So I say let's get a bunch of us and head to the moon and, and come back and... <laughs> let, let the Earth kind of sort itself out. Yeah. We'll take just let's, the, the let's, scientists. Let's, let's take an arc yeah. and go down there. Yeah. And <laughs> okay, so we've, uh, we've actually infected the cities that are going to be infected. Yeah. Uh, we've... Oh, god damn. Yeah, I was hey. wondering if that was going to happen. What the hell... Yeah, There's only one Canadian city, and it's fucking yeah. Montreal. Yes, yeah. I yeah. know. I yeah. looked at it, too. Okay. Okay, guys. Hey, United States, guess what? The capital of Canada is Ottawa. <laughs> Look it up, you fucking American morons. Okay? Wow. It'd be funny if I told you this were a Canadian game. It's not, though. I don't know if it is or not. I know it's American. I haven't done any research on it, but... <laughs> Because they didn't, I mean, like, there's this whole section here. Yeah. Greenland didn't even get a mention. I mean, holy That's crap. Right. Vancouver held the, the Olympic Games. Toronto's they, is right next to the state and wants to be a, a, a state, city. But, my God, the capital of our own country is not in there, you fucking jerks. Okay, let, let, let's talk about how we can play the game. So, each one of us gets to select a role. We have kind of randomly drawn... The three that we've pulled out of the six that okay, are available. Put them in your hand. Oh, you want you want to random, randomly do that too? Okay, sure. So we've got the researcher, the medic, and the I can't remember what the third yeah, one. Yeah, Darren, you get the first. We'll find out. You are. I am the scientist. Scientist is the third one. Paul is the medic. The medic, and I am the researcher. Right. Okay. So as a scientist, um, I get to help cure diseases, and I do that by uh, by by putting down a couple, uh, a certain number of cards of the same color. So you accumulate cards from the player discard, or from the player deck as you go through your turns and cure diseases. Yeah. And um, as a researcher, uh, for an action I may give, or a player can take, any city card from your hand. We must both be in the same city. The card does not have to match the city you're in. I'm not sure what that actually does, though, if take the city card from my hand. What does that actually well, do? Well, the, the, the way it works is, you'll notice, if you look at the cards in your hand, go ahead and do that now, they have certain colors on them. Oh, epidemic! Okay. Since we're just starting... We're no, gonna... no, 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 let's do this. No, 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 because no, I already put mine away, too. Dev had an epidemic in his hand. Too. Okay, so... Okay, see, you happen to have three cards all the same color, right. each with a city on it. Right. And you can use that card if you happen to be in one of those cities. You can use that card if you look at your uh, at the list of oh, options right, on, right. Your, on okay, your card. Yeah. Build a research entry. So you have you have four actions. One is to drive to any connected city from where you are. Yeah. 
The Correct. second one is to dis flight? discard a, a city card to move to that city. Yeah. Or if you're already in a city and you happen to have that city's card, you discard that and then you can fly to any city. And then if there are any research uh, research centers already set up by the researcher, yep. then you could fly between those cities for one action. Oh, so I can with mine I can actually give a city card to someone else, they can right. get to the city or... Right. Right, I see. So, so I can do it to the scientists, like, hey, come to this city. Right, and here's here's that city's card. Yeah. There are some other things you can do, depending... Uh, by, by discarding a card of a specific city that you happen to be in, you can build a research station there. Or, or treat the disease. Or you could spend one, one action to, to, to remove one disease cube, so you're basically treating people. Yeah. Oh, share knowledge to build up. Right. If you happen to be in the same city, yeah. you could pass uh, cards back and forth. And if you put down five cards of the same color, you can discover a cure for that. Uh, oh, I see what you're saying. Like there's colors associated with the city. So Correct. I don't see that. Though. Oh, you notice how all your cards are blue? Oh, okay. You'll notice that my cards are yellow and red. Ah, okay. So and mine and his are blue. Right. Well, actually, so we, we have an advantage right now for the blue because we have a lot. We have four blues. Correct. So, actually, what, what, we, we actually have a, a nice card here too. Ooh, forecast. So what I'm saying though is, then, so we want to go with it takes because we're a scientist. It takes less time to right. As a scientist myself, I can take four cards of the same color, like say the three that you have and the and the one that he has. Yeah. A shame that I'm not the scientist. If you had been the scientist, you could have. I could have taken, the, as the researcher, I could have taken one card and passed it to me. And, and if we happen to be in the same city, I could have then just passed it to and you. It. And then you could have cured it. Yeah. Or at least discovered a cure for it. All right. So now I think we're just going to pause the podcast and then we'll start playing and then we'll kind of talk about it afterwards. Okay. I, don't, I don't think we're going to keep it running while we no, actually no, no, do no. the turn. We can leave, turn it on every once in a while. Just yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. So we'll be back uh, shortly. a fun game. Oh, we're back. The oh, the horror. <laughs> oh, horror. Okay, he so failed. our our very first attempt at playing uh, the game Pandemic has ended in <laughs> utter failure. Unmedicated disaster. <laughs> the world is dead. Now, admittedly, we were a little lax in our shuffling, perhaps. And <laughs> well, also, we, we a little, the placement of the Epidemic cards was a little uh, front-loaded, unfortunately, so... Yes. Um, you kind of got hosed two in two turns. In, in, in the first five uh, player turns, basically. So I think I went twice and Pat oh, gone twice at that point. Yeah, yeah we, we never moved the outbreak thing. We probably would have got there first with the amount of outbreaks no, no. that we'd have. Oh, that's right, yes. Yeah. So we, we lost that's, at multiple levels. That's what goes up with the outbreak. Not this. What's this? What, I don't no, know no. the infection rate. Read up the infection rate again. But we did lose multi on multiple levels. Anyway, we, we got totally got hosed. Yeah. If we hadn't have lost then, we would have lost at some point. <laughs> so actually, we realized that we were trying to work coordinated. We yes. were trying. It's just it, because they actually we did the epidemic cards incorrectly. Yeah. As uh, they are supposed to be split up more evenly. Yeah. Than they were. So we they're, were. They're, they're not supposed to pop up at back. the rate at which they popped yeah. up. Yeah. Because we got three in a very short amount of time. Yeah. But it actually was an interesting game. It was fun. And it is cooperative. Oh, also just to let, mention it because we are doing Pandemic, I have the Walking Dead board game as well. Okay. If people want to try that. Cool. Yeah, I'll be up for that. That game, that, that show is awesome. 
And at this point, since we're setting up the next game, I'm gonna pause it one more time and hopefully this one will go a little bit better. <laughs> yeah. So we're back one more time. We ran through a second uh, attempt at this. Almost did it. We Almost. were one cure away. Pat had enough cards in his hand to be able to cure Just the last it. infection. No time. But we ran out of time. So there are three ways to lose this game. The first is if you run out of any counters for a specific uh, infection type. Or, uh, out, uh, yeah, infection. The second, if you run out of any player cards. Yeah. That you can draw. Which is what killed us last which time. Which is what, what ended up killing us this time. Or the third is if you have so many outbreaks that you reach the death uh, counter, or the, the death level. And, and only the, one way to win. The, and so, yeah. so there are, there are seven, way, or seven levels of outbreak before hell. you lose. <laughs> and we hell. actually managed to get through the game and only hit one. Which yes. Which is quite in, impressive. We, we got all the uh, out epidemics, though. But we, yeah, of course, we, we drew all the epidemics and then we ran out of time. Yeah. By one, t like by one turn, yeah. Like half, because Paul's was the last one. All I needed was if he'd had, if he'd had both cards, yes, left, yes, I would have had my turn and it would have been over. Yep, mm -hmm. we would have won the game. So we were we were, we were very one close. turn away from winning the game, and that was fun. So we're we we've started to try it a we've third time <laughs> in the hopes that maybe this wait, time wait, we'll wait. be able to pull it off. We do have to say what we did at the end when we realized we had no hope left. We all went back to the CDC building <laughs> all together to hunker down and say. Fuck the rest of the world. We're staying here. We ignore it. We turned off all our cell phones, all our blackberries, everything, and just hunkered down and let the rest of the world die. Yep. Because we saw it coming and went, uh, fuck this. Yep. Okay, so we're about to try one more. Okay, Sorry. third try, and then we'll let you know how that went. <laughs> and we're back from game number three, in we which won. we were victorious. Go us. Well, in record time. Yes. Well, we also realized this time around that um, the city cards to start with the infections are not uh, are, are kept away somewhere else. Like they right. Are. They're they're put into the discard pile. They're not they're not then put back into the draw pile. Right. Which which sort of did. I think hurt us the first couple of games. It, it, may, it may have. It may have had an effect. In fact, that may have actually stopped. And, and we may have actually been able to win at the end of the last game where we ran out of time. Anyway, I think this was an incredibly fun game. Mm -hmm. I had a great time playing it, and I hope you guys did too. Yes, I did. Yep. So we're going to pause it one more time as we clear the board, and I don't think anyone wants to hear that. So We're trying to think of the next game we're going to play. Well, okay, we have two options for what we can play next. I have brought Munchkin along, which, again, is one of those crazy beer and pretzel games. But this one, not so cooperative. Okay. That would work. So we've got Munchkin. Uh, or the other option is uh, Elder Signs. Or also, Walking Dead. Or your Walking Dead. And I also have Risk Olympian. Uh, let, let, let's not get into anything crazy just yet. <laughs> okay, Walking Dead, however, I have played it before. Mm-hmm. It is a longer game. Yeah. It's a much longer game. I think we want a, a short game because we've, it's now almost, well, we've been here for about four hours, I want to say. Four or five hours. Yeah. Four, four hours. hours. And uh, maybe we'll go for like two or three more. Maybe get one or two rounds of something else in and then call it a day. Yep. That works. Okay. Um, so anyway, we're going back on pause as we clear up and then we'll be back well, no, once we, we decide. We can talk about what we thought. Like, that's, okay. It's pretty interesting because 
Um, the scenario was like this one worked when you had the right combination. The scientist is a big help because we find that scientists and researcher together are a great help. Because yes. the scientist only needs four cards as opposed to five cards to do a cure. Right. And the researcher can hand over any city cards. As long as you're in the same city with the scientist, he can hand yes. over any city cards. Yeah, so one of the one of the 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 rules that we were having a hard time getting our head around is that if you want to pass to another player a card that's in your hand, you not only have to be in the same city, but you also can only pass them the city the, 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 the card of the city that you're in. Yeah. So you can't just pass them any card. You need to very specifically pass them the city that you're actually in. The only way around that is if you have the researcher, because the researcher can then hand any, any card. card. Yeah. Which really helped us out. And uh, like we basically, in the first three turns, like so each person had their, their, their turn, by the end of that, those three turns, um, I already had, as, the, as a scientist, I had enough cards in my hand, thanks to the researcher, Paul, to cure one of the diseases. So by round two of each of our turns, at least one of the diseases was already cured. Yeah. Which was a huge bonus. Um, now the one we never okay. Also was gonna say that the, the quarantine specialist, like they're all they all have a useful one. Yes, they're all very useful. Um, the quarantine specialist is great because if there's an out if you're worried about an outbreak, if the quarantine specialist isn't there, it stops it. Yeah. Now the operations guy was the one of research centers. We found that's a game we almost won. <laughs> we were able to build up research centers and you can go always go from one research center to another for just an action. So that was a real handy thing as well, to be able to pop back and forth. And that helped us almost... Well, you could make the research center in any city you wanted to. That's right. Now, Otherwise, the, um, you'd have to... To do that, normally, you'd have to have the same the, city I card. found the yeah. contingency planner was cool, but not that good. Because right. it's, it's... You get to pick up an event card, cool, which is things like government grant to build a research center or the airlift. But it's not that... I didn't find it very... Handy. It's it's not as useful as now, some of the other. Believe abilities. it or not, there's one we never played. Yes. The dispatcher. Yes. Which, and I've actually seen the dispatcher in use before, and it's very it, very. Cool. It is because what what it gives you is advantages if you move another player as if it's your own. So this way here, it helps you win because you can move someone else closer to you without them having to use their action. So right. basically, that other person can get a free move. Like yeah. If you're in one city and you've got the cure enough for the cure or to hand the city over, you can pull the other person there and it's done. But overall, I thought this was a fast... And also, the fact we played three games... Yeah, I think it really helped. It, well, no, not that, but it, it was fast. So yes. this is a fast, hard, but fun game. Yeah. Uh, because it's not one that's... Some of the other games we play, which takes hours to set up and, yeah. or, or play. This is done fairly quickly. Yeah, so, we, we, once we knew exactly how the setup worked, you have the game set up in two minutes, and you're already ready to play. And then the whole game itself took maybe 35, 40 minutes. Exactly. To play. And now the thing we learned from this as well is go for the cures as soon as possible. Yeah, do not don't, think, don't, don't plan off. like, okay, the next move and then this move. No. If you can do the cure, do the cure. Do the cure. Don't try and plan about getting fancy where you can go. Right, because the, because the cures are the only way for you to win. There are many, many ways for you to lose, but the only way you can win is if you cure all four decisions. Now, I don't know if Deb had it running at the time, but like I said, this is a reverse of a. Uh, 
game on smartphones called yeah. an app called Plague Inc. Plague Inc. Which, which you try to create plagues to kill humanity <laughs> off. Your this goal, is a much more fun game. Well, also the, the other one's an individual game where you're playing by yourself. So I'm voting Munchkin for the next game. Yeah, I'm perfectly happy with Munchkin. That's a really, really fun game. And uh, the I haven't pre- played it in about 20 years, I want to say, yeah, or 10 years. But, yeah. but this is the deluxe version, too. Um, but we actually, um, I'm thinking for uh, Out of the Basement, we'll start doing every once in a while the board games here yeah, and there. Yeah, absolutely. Because we got a fair amount just to tell people. I mean, I have, like I said, I still want to do my old Talisman game. Yeah. With expansions, because that's a fun game yeah. as well. Um, and Fantasy Fight Games has a new um, version, I want to call it, of, of, uh, of Talisman. But it's specifically set in the 40K universe, which sounds incredible. I just wish I could remember the name of yeah. it. Now, this is from Steve Jackson Games, who Steve Jackson's done, they've done quite a lot. They did Once GURPS. again, we're, we're going back to Munchkin again. Yeah, but this is, they've done GURPS yes. and a whole bunch of other ones. Now, the you got to love the box for GURPS, or for Munchkins. It starts off, kill the monsters, steal the treasure, stab your buddy. Yeah, so it, it can be played as a cooperative game in which right. you can help out other players. But really, you're trying to screw over... You want to stop yeah. them from gaining levels. Now, this is similar, not, not similar, but the idea of uh, paranoia, a role-playing mm-hmm. game, where you're out for yourself. We should pause to yeah, let, the let, game. Let's pause so we can get it set up and, and kind I of read the rules. I need more beer and whiskey. And we'll be back uh, in a bit. All right, and we're back after playing a ruckus game of Munchkin. Good God. Pat apparently did not have a good time because he was stuck at a very low level for a very long time. And, um, bad look at cards. Very bad, bad, very, very, yeah, very bad luck. Yeah, basically it was just, it was just bad draws. Are those the... Uh, oh, these are the Munchkin cards. Okay, so I'm going to put the... The treasure under that one. Yeah, and then we'll just put something in between to keep them separated. Keep them separated. Lots <laughs> to keep them separated. So, um... A fun day yes. of gaming because we couldn't get the full crew here. You're always failing. Well, too far to reach. There you go. Yeah, that was actually not too bad. That was that was good fun. Yeah, I, I find um, Munchkin to be a very well. The thing game. is, though, also because we had so many expansion packs and yeah. playing, it was a little complicated yeah. and a whole shitload of cards. Yeah. Yeah, I think maybe mixing in all nine you expansion like the, packs. You did not like the dungeons. I was not a big fan of the dungeons. That's I like true. They, they brought a different element of difficulty well, to it, it, though. Well, especially it, when we had five on, on at one, one time, time. That was all just, activated. It, it was a little too much, I think. But actually, it was like I said, when I played that card at the very end, where I could go up levels like that because yes. I hit the cards. That was cool. Yeah. Except you also were able to. Yeah. By that point in time, it was too late because you were already much one, anyways. Yeah, I, I pretty much got a commanding lead with some very, very lucky item uh, draws. So I was able to well, raise my effective combat level to a, a level where there pretty much nothing could affect me. Nothing negative, at least, could yeah. affect me. And I have to say, Munchkin does remind me of some of the D&D ones where it's all about the items. Yeah, very much so. It's never mind which, who you are, what you can do. And, um, <laughs> with that, I think we're going well, to yeah. call it a draw. Yeah. Or we're gonna call it an evening. Yes. Uh, this was a good time. We actually discussed it for different things as well. Yeah, um, yeah, we had a, we had a. Good we will try again to do it soon. Right. Uh, so next weekend is the long weekend in Easter. Easter. So I don't. I don't have any plans. I'm just putting that out there. I only got the Friday off. You only have. Are you, are you working? Are you doing anything on Zombie Sunday? I just. Zombie are you Sunday. doing anything on Zombie Jesus Sunday? <laughs> Jesus. 
Okay, well, would, I don't would, think so yet. Would, would he be more as a vampire or a zombie? I think he'd be a zombie. Well, no, a vampire, because he raises three days later and actually can speak and talk and do stuff. He's not training brains, so that's more of a Yeah, vampire. but he's also not drinking blood to stay alive. Yes, he is. This is my blood. Shared no, my blood. No, you that are drinking his summer. blood. That happened right in the last But he doesn't actually don't, never say after what he rises after three days. He's turned them all into ghouls. He's turned his followers into ghouls. <laughs> he's now a vampire. Okay, let's not get into this crazy realm of... Yeah, I thought of, we were staying away from religion. Yeah. It's not religion. It's a zombie versus... Okay. Vampire how about, scenario. How about instead we just say good, good bite to everybody. Good bite. Thank, good night. <laughs> you said good bite. I did not yeah, you say said good, good bite. bite. You said good bite. Yeah, maybe the... Uh, <laughs> Maybe, maybe the vampire talk has gotten in my brain. I don't know. Maybe I'm just tired because it's kind of late. Anyway, thank you for listening. This has been episode nine, a somewhat long episode. It would have been a, uh, a record breaker had it not been for the two-hour marathon that we recorded. I recorded last week with my sister. Yes. But on behalf of myself, Patrick Leeson, and our good friend Paul. I can speak for myself. I bid you all <laughs> adieu. <laughs>